Do you see squirrels during the workday when you're at your nine to five? Or do you pick up your phone just one time to return that text message from your significant other and the next thing you know, you've been on TikTok for 30 minutes? Pick up my new guide, how to create a distraction-free workplace and avoid the email downward spiral while you recognize other distractions and completely squash them. Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash free goodies and pick up how to create a distraction-free workplace today. Now let's dig into this week's brand new episode. Struggling to balance a side hustle with your job in higher education can be a real bummer. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and I help career professionals in higher education make time for their side hustle so they don't waste their potential. If you're ready to think outside the box about your time and truly do all of the things, then tune in now because you've got side hustle. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Got Side Hustle. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and today I would like to chat with you about ways that your side hustle can complement your day job. This experience was all kinds of fun for me to play around with. I started to realize there were ways that the skill sets were overlapping and the two were helping each other, but I didn't, I never realized how much until just recently when I started thinking about this show, the concept for this show and what sort of I wanted to be able to share with people. So you can actually get a full ebook and workbook on this subject if you go to my website, chrismcpeak.com forward slash free stuff and click on the free goodies um, tab there at the top. And then you can download the workbook, which is called 11 Ways Your Side Hustle Can Complement Your Day Job. So I'm not going to give it all away today, but we're going to give away a lot of it. So for starters, I want to talk about the concept of building new skill sets. What I have always shared with my supervisor at any time that she would tell me like, I'm going to give this for you. I'm going to give you this to do. I'm going to put this on your plate this month. And then she would say, gosh, but I feel so bad doing this because you already have so much stuff on your plate. And I would say, Boss lady, it's not a big problem because every new project comes with it, new skill sets. And I appreciate that I have that attitude because every single new skill set that I have learned in my day job has come in handy for me in the side hustle and in two different ways. Obviously, I work for a nonprofit from nine to five and I run a nonprofit with my husband on the side. So in building the skill sets that it took for me to understand the world of nonprofit management, that was extremely helpful when Charles and I got together and began putting together the swim team known as Silver Peak Performance. So understanding what a 501c3 paperwork looked like and and knowing what a 990 was and understanding the concept between having employees and having contractors, those were all things that were super, super fantastic. Now, here's a way that that has turned around to complement my day job. In the side hustles, obviously you have to become an expert in social media because that's part of how you get your message out there. So I have taken all of the courses and discussed it in my masterminds and downloaded all the freebies and obviously now hired coaching to help me figure out exactly how the social network can get all of my stuff out there. But now that in my day job, we're actually putting a focus on said social media planning and strategy, that's been great because 
in my side hustles. I'm not an expert. I'm still learning and I'm taking it all in, but it's fun. Back at my day job, I am seen as the expert and I am seen as the person that has to turn that stuff around. So that has been one way that I've been able to use those those skill sets, both at the side hustle and at the day job, to make those things work. That's been super fun. The second thing I want to share is that you get an opportunity potentially to attend conferences that have dual benefits. And this may not apply to you if you are not in an industry where um, professional development travel is supported. But in the world of higher education, we know that there's handfuls of conferences that we can go to every year that not only give us an opportunity to network with our peers in our niche area, but also to uh, attend professional development sessions and seminars and, and things of that nature. So the first example I'll make is when I was, before I started the podcast for sure, I had always been a an advocate of work-life balance and, and healthy living and those types of things. And it was no secret that that was something that meant a lot to me. So there came a point for an annual conference that I attend where I was asked, hey, would you consider putting this together for us? as part of a newcomers workshop. And I said, yeah, I would love to do that. That would be all kinds of fun. So I put together that workshop and it went really well. And so the following year I was asked to come back and do it again. Well, by that time, yes, I had started the podcast. So I, I asked if I would be allowed to quote sell and quote from the stage. And they said, no, you can't sell from the stage, but you can provide offerings in your in your handouts. So I created something which gave me an opportunity to um, promote my books, sell my books a little bit. And I included that into the workshop and, and that went well. And I actually developed a couple leads from that experience. So that conference is a great example of how there were dual benefits to be experienced because not only did I get to continue honing my presentation skills in my nine to five arena, but I was able to show in that arena that I have these other passions outside of my day job and that those are things that can help support them. Hence, you know, why I'm here today talking to higher education professionals about how they can carve time for their side hustles, etc. So that's one example. Second example is when podcast movement evolutions came to Los Angeles. This was right before the pandemic. It's the last professional event that I went to before everything started getting canceled and shut down. And I, I attended that for myself on my own dime. And as soon as the, or I planned to attend that by myself on my own dime. And when I saw some of the offerings that were there, and particularly things related to, again, social media, video, building community, that kind of stuff, I took the offering of programs to my supervisor and I said, hey, would you guys be willing to reimburse me for this? Because here's things I can go to that are going to support us in the work that we're doing in our nonprofit and communications. And she said yes. So that was one conference that covered two different spectrums of my professional life. And that is pretty friggin' cool. Okay, another way that your side hustle can complement your day job is that it puts a further emphasis on your need to engage in self-care. So when you are carving time outside of your day job to participate in a side hustle, you have to be even more vigilant about what you need to do to take care of yourself. Along the lines, when I was actually beginning to start this podcast and my side gig, 
I was using the excuse that, well, this is like playtime for me, so uh, I'm having fun, so it's okay. It's not, I don't need to worry about self-care. But after a while, all of that, quote, fun starts to load up on you and you get tired and you need to recharge and you need to rest and relax and, and get away from it all. So the idea, again, behind Elevate Your Eight, uh, eight hours in your nine to five, eight hours of sleep. And the remaining eight hours is how you carve your side hustle. So if you are trying to make sure that your self-care is not ignored, then I would carve that out first. And think of those one or two things that you can do every day, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes. It might be 10 minutes of meditation daily plus a 20-minute walk. It might be... 15 minutes to do your nails and another 15 minutes to do some yoga stretches on a mat. Whatever you need to do for yourself to engage in self-care, make sure that you are scheduling that first in those remaining eight hours after you've done your nine to five and your eight hours of sleep. And that's in order. And then the last thing I'm going to highlight here in the show is the concept of leveraging your vacation days for more than just mental health days. Now, most of us in the higher ed realm, if you're in management, you're probably earning two weeks of vacation a year or more, depending on where you work. And if you're a classified staff member, you are probably earning your vacation time accrual by the month. So maybe you earn two hours a month, four hours a month, whatever it is. We don't always have the opportunity to take a two-week trip every year. And if there's one thing that we learned from the pandemic last year is that when you can't take a two-week trip, you have to be creative in how you use your vacation time. So other than using a mental health day, and I've talked about this on the show before, I have found that taking vacation to work on my business is super helpful for me, especially with the podcast. If I just take one vacation day a month that's business related, that's eight hours. You know how many podcast interviews I can cram in there? Or do you know how much editing or how much writing I can do? Eight hours is a long time if you're scheduling it correctly and you're doing it for all the right reasons. So on those days that you're taking vacation, you suddenly have 16 hours to take care of all of your fun things. So now you can leverage that time to do what you need to do working on your side hustle. And that could take the place of, you know, three or four hours here on a weekend so that you can have more time to engage in self-care and do those other things that you love. So think about that concept. You don't have to go on a trip to utilize your vacation days and vacation days are not just for packing up and going to a beach or climbing in the mountains. So that is something that has helped me so much over the past couple of years, especially when I, I had my little moment at the day job where I really needed to get my brain around the separation between day job and side hustle. And so it's just was so obvious to me like, well, duh, take a vacation day or two every month and that will that will make things fantastic. And especially during the pandemic when, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. So that was that's a super helpful thing to keep in mind and to put in your little toolbox. Okay, so if you would like to know how you can get your paws on this full ebook and workbook, and let me tell you guys, the exercises in this thing are phenomenal. So there is a section where you can work out your routines, morning, lunch, and evening, and you can... Um, 
you can brainstorm some ways to uh, leverage time there. And then there is a fantastic exercise on using your skill sets, your new skill sets and your old skill sets. And it's listed by day job and side hustle. And then there's an exchange and a swap section where you can sort of hone in on those skills that are interchangeable. There is a whole section on self-awareness and personal development. And there's also a little worksheet that you can do about self-care and vacation. So this, this guide, 11 ways that your side hustle can complement your day job, it's not just a list of 12 things. It's a really fantastic, helpful workbook. And I would love for you to go pick that up now so that you can get the rest of the things that are on the list um, aside from just the four things that I talked about today. And you can get your paws on the workbook and actually do the exercises. So I really want to thank you, my friend, as always, for tuning in on Wednesdays, for subscribing to the show, for downloading this episode. Your support of the show means so much to me. It makes me super happy. And I'm glad that you come back every week. If you would like to share the wealth, please share this episode with a friend. Let them know you're thinking about them and that you think it can help them. And yeah, I guess then we'll check in with you next week. Until then, this is Chris McPeak from the Got Side Hustle Show. See you later. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Got Side Hustle Show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. And if you want some bonus points, I'd love for you to leave a rating and review, or even better, share the show with a friend. Original music for the Got Side Hustle Show is composed and performed by Chris Corral. And I'd love to see you join me over at the Got Side Hustle community on Facebook. It's a free group and we kick around all kinds of things relating to our day jobs and our side hustles. Go to gotsidehustlecommunity.com and connect with us there today.